because now Alpine are coming into the pit lane. They think they're going to make a pit stop. Well, Esteban Ocon is actually coming down the main there street now. There are people all over the pit lane. Here he comes. Yes, he is. Oh, and there are a lot what of is this about? That's a shambles. This is that a shambles. Absolute that's shambles. We can see it coming. Alpine can see it coming. What is going on down there? Well, that, that is a total and utter shambles of organisation. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Not On This Occasion. It has been a little while since we had a proper episode because uh, we had the F1 unofficial spring break. But we are back. And today is the Azerbaijan Grand Prix episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. DM us. Leave a comment on our posts. We will respond. Unless this thing blows up and we have a million followers on Instagram by like, by sorry. the time by the time next week, if we if we can get a million followers if on we can Instagram get a million by next followers, week, guys, we're gonna do a giveaway. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be giving away a real F one car. We're gonna be giving away a corgi <laughs> and We've maybe got two cats. Two cats to give away for you today. Um, you could have both of them. They really they're really cool. Joining me, as always, is the co-host for this podcast. It's Delaney from Not on This Occasion. <gasps> Who's that? Oh my god! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> who is that? I wonder who that is. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. Oh damn! I can totally do all Taylor Swift quotes now, and people would get it. My two fandoms are colliding. Anyways, and then the the man, the myth, the legend, the most dedicated, hardworking, strongest person you'll ever meet in your entire life, Mr. Noel. Also, newly. Appointed college graduate, Mr. Noll. Thank you. Thank you, Delaney. You're welcome. I was going to write my speech. Like, I was going to write a speech to give if I was giving it Fellow out. Fellow graduates. At the graduate. <laughs> at, 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 pretending this was my graduation ceremony. There you go. Be like, my fellow students. When Eastern Michigan wanted someone to write the worst speech ever, I knew I was the one for the job. They called me <laughs> right away. I was number one on their list. <laughs> Speaking of Eastern Michigan... Yeah. Which I no longer attend because nope. I've graduated. So do not try to go there and find him because he will not be there anymore. So I now we very, can say where I'm he very is. Unlikely, very unlikely that I will be there. Very unlikely. But Unless I, they say, no, you owe us three credits. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'd like to give a shout out today to Sill Hall at Eastern Michigan, specifically the Jack Roush Automotive Garage, I think it's called. Yeah. In Sill Hall. The reason that I'm doing this is because, okay, first of all, for all you Sill Hollies out there. College of Engineering and Technology, I think. So, a building I have basically never been in. Up I've been now. up. I've been in there three times, and all of which involved hanging posters. <laughs> I've, so, I've never yeah. been in your guys' building before, but it is a very nice building. Yeah. I need to give a shout out to this, this automotive garage because I hung up like 10 posters in Sill Hall yep. like five months ago. And I came back just a couple weeks ago and all of them were gone except for the one by the automotive garage. Let's go. I, I feel like this has to be like if if all if the other nine are gone, like this has there has to be a reason that this is still up, right? Yeah. That they just didn't take it off your So I'm assuming, I'm hoping that someone out there is listening to this right now who is frequently in that garage. Don't know that for sure, but if 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 that is the case, I I appreciate we appreciate that we thank you and um, if you guys the name out there. ever need a famous 
Eastern graduate to come speak at your <laughs> at your, at your garage. <laughs> I'm more than happy to come. If you need a sponsor for your next car. Famous podcaster Noel is we don't know how much money we can give. <laughs> I think I have a crisp $1 bill in my purse. I will sponsor you with encouragement and good vibes. Thank you. <laughs> and also just for any, if anyone else is out there watching at Eastern, if you, if you send us a picture on Instagram of the poster, you see it. Yeah. I will personally send you a signed picture <gasps> of the couch that we record this podcast on. Yep. And I'm fucking you guys over because semester's over. So yeah, you're you're never you're you're probably not going to be at Eastern, but unless you're doing summer classes, this offer never expires. But I will never talk about it again. It'll never expire. <laughs> so if five years from now, if we are huge and some Eastern Michigan grads, and that poster is still up, hello, future people, <laughs> you can get a signed poster of me, Noel, Peach, on the couch that we are recording on. Yeah, we could do that. I was just gonna put. I was just oh, gonna just be the, the couch, the like couch. no no people in it or anything. Just, just the, the couch. couch. <laughs> so and also poster, like maybe it was magnet. gonna be like a picture, like like you get out at yeah. CVS or what, like you know, like but, a little like a little like uh, what is this? What is the dimensions of a picture? Like a anyway. Today is the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, Ooh. the long-awaited race at Baku, Yay. another street circuit on the calendar. Yep. Um, we also had the sprint. Mm. I have a lot to say about the sprint, but before we go into that, Delaney, what did you think of the Azerbaijan Grand Prix? (laughs) Very boring. I honestly don't know how I stayed awake. It was very boring. The the lead up to the race, free practice, qualifying, the sprint, the many qualifyings were the most interesting part of the whole weekend. The race itself, besides for the very end with Esteban Ocon, and maybe the very beginning, you know, when, you know, Leclerc was in the lead and then we had the safety car and like all the little like pit stop drama, whatever. Not drama, but like pit stop changing. Yeah. But that's like typical of like most races uh-huh. that get a safety car. So um, I thought it was very boring. Um, I actually fast forwarded through like at least 15 laps of it. So not my favorite. Um, and. Super very excited and happy that my boy Sergio Checa Perez won again on a street race. Man of the streets, Mexican minister of defense, the tire whisperer, the man himself. Finally getting the recognition he deserves. He is six points away from leading the world championship. And what's next? Miami, a street race. So who knows? He might do good there as well. And then what's after Miami? I think it's, I think it's Monaco, isn't it? I think it? it's, no. It might be it might be Imola then Monaco. Imola then Monaco. But, but anyways, Monaco Monaco's is coming, coming up. up. Monaco's coming up. It's in the month of May. I do remember that. And Imola Imola's, Imola's like a street circuit because it sucks. <laughs> so similar. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope I do hope a Ferrari wins in Imola. At least yeah. one of the Italian Grand Prix. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my thoughts. So Noel. <laughs> after my riveting review, what do you think? Yeah, probably the worst race of the season so far. Um, the thing about Azerbaijan is that I think, I think it produces a lot of good moments. I think there's a lot of, there's a high chance that if you get a mid race safety car or a red flag, like in 2021, that you're going to have like a, 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 a crazy event. Like it people 2017, I remember very well, a lot of safety cars, a lot of crashes. It, it, 
the way that track is designed, especially Sector 1, is very, it promotes crashing into each other and wrecking on the wall. They kept like, talking about it. just happens all the time. Yeah, they were wanting two. it to happen. But the past two years, besides Leclerc blowing up last year, yeah. I think it, was a, it wasn't a good race last year, and it wasn't a good race this year at all. And so yeah. it's kind of like the thing that's like, I feel like with a, some street circuits or some closer, some newer tracks is that they promote if you're side by side, you're going to wreck and less about actually good racing. Yeah. And it's kind of frustrating a little bit because Azerbaijan has this super long straightaway in the final sector, but no one could pass still. Esteban Ocon ran the entire race, basically the entire race on a, on the hard tire and no one could pass him yep. at all until he pitted. Lance Stroll had a pretty good overtake. It was a very late overtake in that straight. You could do it, yeah, definitely. You could do it, but, but I it's think like, it's it, considering still tough. how considering how overtaking, considering how many long straights are on that track. Yeah, it's pretty surprising how little overtaking could be done. Yeah, on that, and I think that is the sprint's fault, and Ooh. I think that the sprint or the format that they sort of did this weekend potentially ruined the race or yep. made it not as good. So we have a new sprint format for this year. So we're going to have Delaney here, sprint expert Delaney. Tell yep. us about the new sprint format and also tell us about what she thinks of the sprint this weekend and also just the format in general. And then I'm going to pop off on it because I have I have both sides. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm I don't know if I'm going to say it to be fair, but I'm, <laughs> um, I, 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 Delaney. What is a sprint? You guys are probably like, what the heck is a sprint? So sprint, sprint episode. No, a sprint is we had three sprints last year. It's basically a mini race within the weekend. Last year it was a uh, main qualifying event is on Friday, which um, runs the segments, the three Q, Q1, Q2 and Q3 segments. Um, that would set the grid for the sprint race. The results of the race would then set the grid for Sunday's event. So Friday, they still had, um, you know, free practice one, free practice two, but then they had qualifying on Friday as well. They had the sprint on Saturday. So whatever you qualified for on Friday, that was where you started for the sprint. You ran the sprint. Let's say everybody shuffles around. Whatever you finish for the sprint, that's what you start on for the race for Sunday, okay? That yeah. was the old format. So, yeah, so the... The sprint, it was called sprint qualifying last year. Yes. And you would, if in the case of Kevin Magnuson, he qualified first in Brazil last year. It was amazing. He started first for the sprint, but finished eighth. eighth so he race. started eighth in the race. Yes. So it was, uh, it, the sprint was, the sprint affected the outcome of the race last yes. year. And I think that sprint was the beginning of the conversations of like, mm, should we really keep this format? Because I feel like it's like, not great. So this year, the way that they're doing it, on Friday, they have practice one. Immediately after practice one, they have qualifying. This qualifying sets the grid for Sunday. Okay? So the whatever. The Grand Prix. The Grand the, Prix. The, the race. You're doing the, qualifying on a fucking Friday. The okay? race for this, yes. For the, the race. actual race. Not yeah. sprint, the race. So you qualify, you're done. You don't even touch the race until Sunday again, okay? Yeah. Saturday, you have a sprint shootout. Ooh. <laughs> so sprint which shootout. is the same thing. It's which the is same fucking thing. It's qualifying again, except yeah. that all the, all the rounds are a little bit shorter. A little shorter. So they try to make it more exciting. Like, oh my God, they have 
a short amount of time to figure it out, whatever. Immediately after the sprint shootout. So whatever you fall in for the sprint shootout is where you're going to sit on the grid for the sprint. Same day as the sprint shootout is the sprint. So later in the afternoon, they get back in the car, they run the sprint. The sprint race has points with it. So don't think that the sprint race is just for entertainment purposes. Some people do get points. The top eight gets points. Number one, first eight gets points, eight and then, and then it goes down. Eight. Yep. Yep. But this sprint has no effect on the actual Grand Prix. Yes. So it's like a completely separate thing now. Separate thing now. There's no effect on the Grand Prix because if you remember, think back to when I said Friday, they qualified. So that qualifying is then whatever they ended for that qualifying is set for Sunday's race. And that was the, that was the format for this weekend. As of right now, that is the format that they're going to go with for the other five sprints that they have this season. Um, so we'll see, but that's the format that they have. My opinion on the sprint, I like them in moderation. I think six sprints is a little bit too much. Um, I think doing a sprint on a street circuit like uh, Azerbaijan, where it's very grueling on the cars, very grueling on the drivers is a little bit too much. I'd say more like big event races, like Coda is a good idea to have it. Um, you know, Brazil was a good one. Um, Imola, maybe to make that one more exciting, I guess. But other yeah. than that, I think like it's, it's good. And I'm going to, I'm going to say what like Lance Stroll said in the post sprint uh, show on F1 TV, he did talk about how, he likes it. He thinks it's exciting. Um, it keeps like the energy level up all weekend. But he did also mention that the sprint races help with keeping the practices shorter, which also then puts more pressure on the teams to make the right decision in the moment. So I feel like free practice one or free practice two and then into qualifying and then into the race gives the teams a lot of time to be like, let's make a lot of adjustments. Let's try this. Let's try that. But I think if they got rid of practice or if they you know, added the sprints in, gives them less time to do that. So it gives them more chances to kind of like on the fly, make decisions like more interesting, like kind of thing like that. So this sprint race was very interesting. I liked it. I watched it. It was really fun. Um, but I do agree with you that I think the sprint race made the race itself then suck because <laughs> the sprint race had all the excitement in it. The qualifying for the sprint race was also pretty exciting, but even just qualifying itself was exciting just because I think it was on a Friday, but a lot of people were complaining, mostly the British, because that's all they do, um, <laughs> because they couldn't watch the qualifying for this uh, for the race. Yeah, because yeah. Because it was on a Friday and they were at work. Yeah, that the uh, the timing of everything kind of put me off, like fucked me up. Like I yeah. woke up on Friday and qualifying is on. Like I was yeah. like, whoa, shit, practice was on at five in the morning. Like yeah. So, yeah, that was. So we'll little... see how that goes with Coda, because I mean. It'll be like in the afternoon on Friday. So like maybe we'll just be like yeah, more chill about it. I don't know. So I'm not fully against them, but I don't love them. I think if they tweak it a little bit more and they kind of, you know, ref refine it better, it'll be better than if it'll, than it, how it's been, you know? Yep. Yeah. Works. Yeah. No, no, no. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I have two keen observations that I made this weekend watching this new format of the sprint. Number one, I do think that this is a drastically better format yeah. than the previous sprint. I don't like, I didn't like how it, it, it set the grid for the race. I don't like it affecting the race at all, really, because mm -hmm. I think it, it takes you, it takes a lot of the sting out of the race 
especially the first stint. We talk about Kevin Magnuson getting pole in Brazil. That'd be fucking insane. We didn't really get to see. We got to see it in the sprint, but it would have been, I just think, a lot cooler to see it in the race. But this yeah. current format, I, I think the two qualifyings, I, I thought it would be a little bit redundant, honestly. When I was watching qualifying before this weekend started, I thought it'd be a little bit redundant. But ultimately, I think it ended up being still interesting. And the sprint race itself was still interesting like it's still it mm -hmm. didn't it didn't do it didn't to do too much to affect the race so i think having it separate and a lot of series do double headers like that yeah indycar previously when indycar went to belle isle they would run a full race on saturday and a full race on sunday oh. so series like that do double headers so having something like that is not abnormal and I, it's new, but I don't think it's inherently bad. But then could you argue that, like, instead of just doing, like, this, like, measly, like, 17 laps, should you just do, just a do another Grand Prix double header? Yeah, that's then? what I was, yeah, I mean. It, but then it, that would, like, destroy the evolved. tires. Yeah, it, it would, it would, I, I don't think they're able to do that yet, no. but that, that could be something that they do. Um, that's my first observation. This was a, this, I like this format, or this format change works. I like it better than the sprint. It's better, but it's not the best it could be. My second observation is that I hate these sprints and I think <laughs> that they're fucking pointless. Yeah. Because F1 has a bit of an issue right now. There's always been an issue with overtaking not being easy. Yeah. And F1 has, I won't call it an issue, but right now they have a team that is way far ahead of everyone else. And then the next three teams. Yes, there you And go. then the midfield, basically. Yeah. I don't really think the modern way, the way F1 is currently run, really supports just having a sprint, just a sprint race being exciting. Yeah. A shorter race. It, you can't, the, the current F1 tires, you can't just push for 17 laps. Yeah. Like you can't just, they, they want a race that everyone's just aggressive, like passing, like, oh, it's shorter, so they got to do their shit. Yeah. A lot quicker. Yeah. And the modern F1 just doesn't support you saying, oh, we'll make the race shorter and it's going to make a difference. Yeah. They can't even run two qualifying laps in a row without the tires destroying. So True. they they just can't run a sprint race and expect it to shake things up. Yeah. And that was a big conversation with the whole weekend, too, was about like used tires, new tires. Like they use so many sets of tires this weekend just on the sprint races alone and the, all the different qualifyings. And the minimal practice that they had, but it's like, that was the big conversation of like, Oh, they're going to change onto this tire, but that that's a used set of tire, but this team's going to go on a new set of tires. It's like, yeah, it's a whole thing. I just don't think the teams have the capacity of bringing that much shit just for one sprint weekend. Yeah. And, and it doesn't really, you're ultimately kind of getting the same race twice in yeah. a way. Like you're doing qualifying again, but they go into park Ferme after free practice one. So they can't change a lot. Yeah between the two qualifying sessions so you're kind of getting the same the same sort of the same product basically if it's if it's good then that's a benefit but if it's bad then you get potentially two bad races yeah and also with this race Charles Leclerc got the pole for both races yeah if if there was no sprint 
we at least would have gone into the race believing that maybe Charles Leclerc could have a chance. Like, maybe. Yeah. The sprint proved he didn't. And so the race ultimately played out basically the same in that regard. And so I just don't think right now... uh, The the fans of F1 don't want to see the FIA or FOM solve this problem where they have a huge gap. Yeah. They don't want to see them solve it by not they, they need to change the cars they need to cha- they need to fix that instead of putting you a, need to change your fucking car you need to instead of putting a band-aid on the issue yeah they need to solve the issue yeah which i i it, it's it's an issue right now like it, it happened so i'm not that frustrated that red bull is just so much better but like that's what they're trying to do with the sprint is they're trying to create more action when really you just need to I, I say you really just need to change the cars. It's obviously easier said than done. Right. But people don't want to see you band-aiding it with a no. sprint, I think. Very true. How would you feel if they did... So they did this format, but at the, after the sprint shootout, they said, okay, for the sprint, reverse grid. That is actually funny that you mentioned that because <laughs> I have a alternate sprint format. Ooh. Alternate sprint weekend format. Knowles format. That I think they should do. I don't necessarily want them to do this, but if you're going to keep the sprints, yeah. you need some way to change it. Just make it a little bit more interesting, more different, more. If you're going to give us the entertainment factor, if you're going to give us the entertainment factor of being like, okay, we're going to lean into the entertainment, which some F1 fans are saying like, no, fuck that. Stop doing that. Like you don't do that. Like just yeah. stay to what you know. This is a classic sport. Don't change it. But Let's say, okay, fine. Let's lead to the entertainment factor. Fucking make it spicy then. Okay, if you're going to do this, go fucking balls to the wall and like go yeah. crazy for a weekend. Why not? My 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 format is going to have, we're dipping our toes into the the more entertainment factor, but we're yeah. not fully jumping in yet. Uh. That's So that that's what I'll say. So my format, my sprint format, feel free to use this FOM if you're watching. <laughs> Give me credit. Call it the null format. The null format. Thank you. Um, so Friday, Basically the same as regular Friday, FP1 and FP2. Okay. I think only having one practice session also ruined the event. Will mm-hmm. Buxton said it after the sprint. They only had one practice session. They were not able to test, do a lot of practice for the race. Yeah. So the sprint was basically a practice session where they're figuring half, out what they have. the fucking grid was and doing not, it. And not really passing yeah. because they're practicing basically. Yeah. And also, I think that sort of keyed into the race, too. It's that they're more figuring out what they have and not actually racing, which is, I think, means you need to keep a little bit more practice than you've... I think they've gotten rid of too much practice. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for what Lance Stroll said about getting rid of some practice sessions, because I do think... But we'll keep two for now. Yeah. So, FP1, FP2 on Friday. Hour each, whatever. Yeah. Saturday, we have... The one qualifying session. It's the regular Q1, Q2, Q3. It's normal. However, the polls, the guy who's fastest in that qualifying session will start first for the race on Sunday. Okay. But the sprint grid is Q3 is reversed. So the guy who qualified 10th, he's going to start first in the sprint. And the guy who qualified first is going to start 10th in the sprint. Okay. That way, people are going to be like, oh, if you start a Williams at front, they're you're gonna, gonna just crash. wreck everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're still, you're still, you're you still have to be faster 
But right now, especially since the top four teams are pretty close, it, it pushes it, them it back. Could, it could, it, and it could, the, the best sprints have been the ones where there's a fast guy who fucks up and has to start at the back. And yeah. so he has to work his way through. Yeah. So I think that is kind of the way. Plus, it could affect the race too. Because if you got a guy like Nico Hulkenberg who can make it into Q3, if he qualifies 10th, then Haas might say, hey, we're going to put all our eggs in the sprint basket because that yeah. is our best chance of scoring points. Yeah, so they're going to the try race, to get to the top 10. They're gonna If they make it to Q3, they are going to focus on the sprint, use their tires for the sprint, and then if you get a guy like Yuki Tsunoda who qualifies 11th, yeah. they're going to focus on the race. Yep. And you could get a sort of you could end up having a good battle between those two, between the guys who are on the fringes of Q3 yeah. in the race, because some of them are focusing on the sprint and some of them are focusing on the race. Yep. And you also get people to pass. And so I like it. I don't know. I don't want to do full reverse grid. I think that's a little kooky. <laughs> Alex Albon said it though after the race is that right now the top eight giving out in the sprint. We're still chain we'll still be the top 8 in the sprint. Yeah. For points, but Alex Albon says like right now with the way the teams are like only the top 4 teams are fighting in the sprint. Like no one yeah. else has an, even has a chance. So this doesn't fix the fact that 11th through 20th are not probably not going to score points. Yep. Doesn't fix that, but I think can't fix everything. It's it, a good jump. It's wasn't a good it Will Buxton that said to Alex Albon, like, oh, what do you want? Like, everybody gets a point? Like, t- t- first place gets 20 points and it goes yeah. on from there? Like, as yeah. a joke, as a joke. Like, Alex Albon, like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Everybody gets a point. Participation trophy. <laughs> like, I think, I, I do think they should make the winning the sprint pay like 10 or 9. Like, at least, not just 8. Like, eight, I think there needs yeah. to be a little bit more of a reason to try to win the thing. Yeah. But, yeah, that's my sprint format. The race is the same. Yeah. Qualifying, oh, yeah. speaking of the sprint, we had a little drama. Tiny Dro- Towery tear. What? I was going to say the George Russell drama. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is your drama? Tiny, t- tiny, t- tiny Towery tear. Because uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Yuki Sonoda crashed. Oh. He got run into earlier in the lap by Nick DeVries. Oh, because he, he hit the he hit the right side, uh-huh. but he had left front wing damage. Yeah, and so that was what ha- that was tiny towery tear. Sorry, uh, I thought that's what we were going into. No. I forgot about the George Russell. I was going thing. to I the George Russell now. thing. So the George Russell thing, we'll make it quick. George Russell, Max Verstappen next to each other, pretty close to each other. Next to each other? I don't think they were. No. Yes. No. For the sprint, I think so. I, I think, think they Max were. Verstappen was third, George Russell they was were, fourth. They were next to each other going into the first couple quarters. Anyway, so Max Verstappen and George Russell had a little bit of contact on turn two, I think. Turn one or two. Yeah. Um, which resulted in a quite sizable hole by the end of the race in Max's side pod. Um, which then re- resulted in a quick, brief conversation in par for me with uh, Russell and Verstappen, which basically Max, which this is what the internet is going to ablaze. Or Max basically said, "You have to get, you have to give a little space there, bud. You gotta like, you gotta give me a little space." And George says, "I was locking up. My tires are cold." He said, "We were all locking up. All of our tires are cold." Like, what do you think? It was such an interesting conversation. And then Max, George walked away because George was like, "Whatever, I'm gonna go weigh in. I don't care." 
And Max then proceeds to go, well, then expect the same from next time, which in my head, I'm like, Max, you've been doing that. Like, Max you- Verstappen has been racing people like that his whole his entire whole career. Fucking career. <laughs> he just, he just, he's the world champion now. So he's like, yeah. you can't race like that. But I did see somebody make a really good point. I think finally this, I think he snapped at George because I'm sure people have not really attempted to do that against Max in the past because he's a pretty reckless driver himself and they've caused a lot of crashes because of Max. So they kind of just leave him alone. I think now it has that added layer of like, Oh, you are the world champion, whatever. But I think George being like kind of in that attitude of like, I don't give a fuck that you're the world <laughs> champion. Like I'm going to drive however I want, but I don't know Sugar. if we take, I, I don't know if we take a look back at the last couple races that George has done that to other drivers. I don't know. He kind of like knocks them out of the fucking race. So like I kind of <laughs> understand where Max is coming from a little bit. Like I'm not usually on Max's side, but like George has been known to be like, whoops, that's your back wheel. Whoops. That's your side. Whoops. You're out of the race. So like, I don't like if, if Max wasn't as strong of a driver as he is, I don't, I think he probably could have gotten knocked out fully. I think if he would have gotten shaken a little bit and been like, oh fuck, George is right there. I think it's an interesting dynamic between the two of them. I don't think there's gonna be this big rivalry. I think there's always been a rivalry yeah. between Mercedes and Red Bull, but I think between the two of them, I just think it's funny that like Max is calling him a dickhead <laughs> because like yeah. Max, like yeah. you kind of did that too. Max, come on. I think they both drive pretty similarly when it comes to the, the corners like that. I think they both kind of do similar ways. Yeah, and that's what, I mean, like I said earlier, that's what Azerbaijan is set up for. Yeah. It's like people to crash like that, so... It's happened a lot, I think. So, you know, exactly. I don't know, Max. Max, do you know who you are? Do you know Just who you chance? are? Um, yeah. So, yeah, that that's the only thing I ha- else I had to say about the sprint. But, yeah, I, I like your sprint format. I like that, actually. So, that was the sprint. Now we go on to the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Yep. Sergio Perez won the sprint, by the way. Woohoo. He also won the Grand Prix, which we mentioned. Woohoo. And also, we mentioned that this race kind of sucked. Yep. I did not really wake up for this one. Like, I sort of did. Yeah. But I I slept through most of it. And honestly, the race that I dreamed about was a lot better. (laughs) I'm not making this up. I swear to God. Like, I dreamed of a... (laughs) He hears the background noise. I dreamed of a second restart. Whoa. In which both... Like a standing start? No, no. It was like a safety car restart. But Lewis Hamilton was somehow leading. Both the Red Bulls crashed into each (gasps) other. And then Lewis Hamilton spun out by himself. Like just on this restart. Wouldn't that be crazy? I was like, I was was dreaming what we all wanted to see. But unfortunately, (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately, I didn't submit it quick enough. So the FIA couldn't put Uh, that into the script. Yeah. Uh, yeah, You were a second second over the 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 time. The phone lines were down. So I couldn't call them in and be like hey th- i got the script ready i don't know why they'd be down i mean it's not like they were calling down to photographers to telling them to get out of the way i mean it's strange <laughs> yeah i don't know charles leclerc started on the pole yeah got passed by max verstappen on as soon like, as drs three. was yeah, opened yeah. up <laughs> it's just like like i said like I-, I don't think it was i don't think it was really reasonable to believe that ferrari were gonna have the pace to win but it was exciting that they were able to get the pole. Charles Leclerc has been able to get this the pole for this race the last couple we of saw, years. We so. saw Charles finally smiling again <laughs> after a very yeah, long been a very rough season. year, honestly. Ever it since this race started. last year, basically. Like, um, but it uh, honestly, I don't even really know what to say about the race itself. I watched the thirty minute highlights afterwards, and and honestly, most of the thirty minute highlights are people are them showing replays of people 
almost hitting the wall. Yeah. Like getting so close off of multiple they different were, corners to hit they it. Were, they were whispering. Yeah. <laughs> and no offense, guys, but like. That's not that interesting. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to promote crashing or anything, but. I just need someone to hit that shit. Like, I <laughs> just need someone hit to already. fucking hit the wall. Like it's not. I'm sorry, Be a man but like DeVries just hit that just, shit. If you just show a thousand times them almost hitting it, it's not that impressive because we don't know what happens if you hit it. Like we need to yeah. see someone hit that shit before it means anything that they don't hit that shit. So the only thing that happened was Nick DeVries hit the wall in the weirdest way ever. Honestly, and it was out. Nick DeVries is having a horrible fucking season so far. Yeah. Um, I, I saw someone compare him to Nicholas Latifi. <gasps> the drama. Crazy, Crazy. considering how Nick, or Nick DeVries' F1 career started last year. Yep. That he would be being compared to Nicholas Latifi, but... Yeah, here we are. <laughs> he's uh, he's had a, a fair few incidents so far in this, um, Just in this season. And so Max Verstappen was leading... When Nick DeVries hit the wall, and they pitted him right before right the before safety. the safety the car VSC came out, the VSC was yeah. out. Which I I was watching it and I was like, Did they have a virtual safety? They car? did for okay. like a few laps. Which at first I was like, That's not a virtual safety car. <laughs> then they had the safety car come out. Um, even though he was kind of off to the side enough that I mean, whatever. Yeah, it was kind of in the firing line. Yeah. I think whatever they call. I don't know. But Max Verstappen pitted during the VSC, which then put him behind. Leclerc, once he came out of the pits. Put so him behind Perez and Leclerc. Perez and yeah. Leclerc. Yeah, I think they were pretty... I think everyone was pretty aware that Verstappen was actually in the wrong... Yeah. In the wrong... On the wrong strategy for this one. Because... Because yeah. the... Yeah, I think... I don't... He pitted... If there was a virtual safety car, I'm pretty sure he pitted before it. Because he, he lost a lot of time for pitting on, like, a live track when yeah. Perez and Leclerc got to pit under the safety car. Yeah. So, like I said, I slept through the whole damn thing, so I don't remember if there was... There could have been a fucking red flag for all I know. Like, <laughs> But other than that, that was the only exciting thing that happened. I mean, and then Perez just... Lewis per- Hamilton... Yeah, sorry. Oh, no. Verstappen passed Leclerc, and then they just fucking... Bolted. They Goodbye. Were they were like 15 seconds ahead of Which fucking Leclerc. Which like, is good on Sergio Perez, because he is a good... Good at tire management, which he helps is. him for a lot of these races. And last year, basically the same thing happened where he took the lead and Verstappen eventually passed him yep. and ran away. So this year, he actually held his own, maintained a pretty decent gap. Verstappen was complaining about something during oh, yeah. his race. He was complaining Engine about braking. like it, braking or yeah. balance. So I was like, okay. So I, I don't know what that whole deal know. is. But, Whatever. but um, so for, uh, Perez drove a really good race i think he did he was just vibing the whole time i think uh another thing about this race which will come into the most exciting element on the of the race on the final lap (laughs) is the tire management for this race was the tire the tires just in general were completely fucked for this race i (laughs) think i think they're probably completely fucked for most of the races but the soft tire was unusable yep for any racing condition a couple people used it in the sprint and it died in like a minute yep the saw so- the medium tire was incapable of making it for most people to the end of the sprint, yep. which was seventeen laps. It's like one one third the race distance. Yep, so we have fifty laps in a, in a yeah, race. Yeah, so so everyone's like, oh, it's going to be a two stop. It's going to be a we're going to be in for an interesting strategy. 
You got the soft and medium tires that are shit and can't last forever, <laughs> yeah. but then the hard tire can just run the whole fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Like you get the fucking super hard tire out. <laughs> Literally. And and it's funny because it's the softest compounds of all those tires yeah. too. Like we were on the total left end of the Pirelli range. Like, So it's like, so we had a one stop. We had a boring ass one stop race. Esteban Ocon Ran the whole race on one set of hard tires, essentially. He pulled at Alex Albon. And it's like, honestly, right now, the prelate, the tires, I'll have to save this for another episode, but honestly, like the way that they're built right now, if every team could, they would no stop every single race. Yep. Like they need to, I'm not saying you guys need to start refueling again, but <laughs> your tires, man, like you're... You got to do something. You're, you're, you got to you got to do something because when you have like this, the field separated like it is, it's like the tires are not helping. Yeah. Um. That. I, I feel like that's the thing that's happening a lot in F1 now is you either have the hard tire is so shitty mm-hmm. they can't run it, so you have to have a like the, a the soft and soft. mediums be a multi-stop race, or the hard tire is so op <laughs> that they just do it all. That's on the that, only so. one that they have. Yep. And the really, the really long hard tire stint created the actually most entertaining part of the race. Yeah. Which was Esteban Ocon. At the very end. What did he do, Delaney? What did Esteban Ocon do? Well, it wasn't Esteban Ocon. What happened? Yeah. What, what? He was just he was just a spectator. <laughs> so Esteban Ocon, you know, was running this race. You know, if they don't pit, we learned this from Australia last year. Australia? Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Australia last year from um, Alexander Albon. You have to stop at least once and change your tires. So he had to stop, but he, you know, was running the strategy of, you know, I'm just going to stop at the last lap. But the stupid motherfuckers at the FIA, whoever's running the fucking pit lane, was like, oh my God, we're at the last lap. They're about to cross the finish line. Let's get Par Fermi set up. Let's get this show on the road. Let's pull these photographers out into the fucking pit lane, which if. If nobody saw the video, it's at the be- it's at the be- entrance, the beginning of the pit entry, where all these motherfuckers were just standing. And all if you're watching it live, all you hear is just the commentators freaking out because they're like, "There's people in the pit lane. There's people in the pit lane. Like, oh my god, like this is unsafe. Yeah. This is crazy." And at first, I was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" I first saw <laughs> Ted Kravitz. Ted Kravitz. I first saw it. It was like. Like people like when they rush the when they rush the um the fence the track okay yeah. like after the race to come to Parfumé to which watch. did happen in the Australian Grand Prix this year yes yeah. that did happen this year so that's why I thought he was talking about I was like no way there's spectators in the <laughs> fucking pit lane I was like what do you think the billionaires are out there going woohoo we're gonna rush the pit lane <laughs> like who else is it has a pit pass besides yeah. like fucking anyways so. But then in that, they also mentioned like Red Bull's jumping, like they're coming up to the fence. Like they can't do that, whatever. That's a different conversation. So to come to find out, it's all the photographers. It's all the media people coming up to par for to the, take the pictures for the top three. But then it just cuts the shot of <laughs> fucking Espinoca coming around the corner and it's just dead on. And there's people right in his fucking way. And from the wide angle, you're like, oh my God, that's kind of scary. But watching Espinoca on board of that, holy shit, that was terrifying yeah, i a, was like it's yeah i was honestly kind of yelling i was like i was like what is happening like when i was here watching it because i i was watching it and then i had to leave to go to your graduation but the the onboard of esmet okan 
is is terrifying. Here he comes. Yes, he is. And oh, there are a lot what of, is this about? That's a shambles. This is a that shambles. Is a, Absolute is, shambles. We could see it coming. Alpine could see it coming. What is going on down there? Well, that that is a total and utter shambles of organisation. And somebody should have known. It was shambles. You could honestly hear. You could hear the anger, and you can hear the frustration in their voices too, because they're like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" Like, yeah. So that just shows that the FAA really does not get a sing- singular fuck. They just need safety. to be paying attention. Like it, it, everyone, like At Ted Kravitz for the people to Ted Kravitz said line. it. Everyone knows Alpine has to pit. Yeah, everyone can see that he has not made a stop yet, and yeah. he's not just going to disqualify himself for not doing that. Yeah. So it's a little bit ridiculous. I think. I think the commentary of there's people in the pit lane. Yeah, it, was it like reminds little... me of watching like commentary to like a track, like the Hindenburg or something. Like, <laughs> oh, the humanity. It's like, <laughs> it's like yeah. there are people in the pit lane, and just because yeah. for the whole lap they were just talking about how there's people in the and pit lane, like, but they didn't about? show it. So yeah. there was a lot of weirdly there was like a lot of hype build up for like seeing this <laughs> for and like then, seeing it. Yeah, and then Crofty's like, this is sh-. like they were pissed. Bro. They were pissed. I would be pissed too because it's like you know it's. The, it, it goes into the larger conversation of the FIA care more about fucking the entertainment factor than safety. I mean, look at what happened last year. We had, um, what, what was that? Italy? No. Where they had the cart out on the, the track. Oh, Japan. They had yeah, Japan. With, the, with the tractor. With yeah. Singapore with the, with the tractor and everything. And they were, the drivers were pissed about that. Mostly like Pierre Gassi was pissed, you know, Charles Leclerc was pissed, obviously because of jewels, but it's yeah. like, they were pissed about that. And then they're also over here saying, teams, you can't climb the wall because it's not safe. But now you can if you have one foot. Yeah. And like, this did happen last year. Like Alex Albon, when he ran the whole race on the hard tire and pitted in on the last lap, they were already setting up in the pit lane. Yeah. So I, I can understand them like getting ready for it. But it's also like if you know somebody still needs to pit, I think that's where somebody in power <laughs> preferably somebody in charge should go hold on wait until this person pits and as soon as they are literally at their fucking pit stall then you can start setting up as soon as they are past the area you need to go then you can start setting up yeah it's a it's, it's like you could wait two more fucking seconds the cool down lap is very long it's very Besides long belgium like they run the whole lap it's it takes like, a it's, while it's, so you, you got enough it's three signs one two three one two three and a you couple put up fences, the barriers yeah so I don't know. I don't but, know. Yeah, it's a, it was an interesting moment, and then Sergio Perez won. Yep. And yeah, it's a it's. Yep. And crazy. I guess they were also in the wrong order on the podium. Oh yeah, Charles Leclerc <laughs> was milking it. His he first really podium in a while. He sat in the first place yep. seat in the room. It's yep. gonna call it the, the rec room. The but rec room. The, the cool room. down room. And then stood in the second place podium spot. He hasn't been on there in a long time, so it's um. Um. So yeah, that that was trying to think if there's anything else that was basically it i mean that happened this weekend um nothing else super exciting i guess the one thing i can say about this and i just because i need to need to make fun of it like if this was a nascar commentary and they ran out in the pit lane they'd all be like yeah get those fans (laughs) out there if the juice is worth the squeeze get the i'm sorry but like i've been if the juice is worth the squeeze (laughs) he says that clint boyer (laughs) says that every time he's like man get these fat these cats are out there. We got oh 40 hot rods out there. Let's if just go. If the juice is for the squeeze, let's Meemaw. Just, let's just say Meemaw. Okay. I just, okay. I just got to say this. All right. Tell me. Just because I got to say this. Last week, we went to Talladega for a NASCAR race, which is a restrictor plate type of race, super speedway. 
which is a very it's it's so complicated not really but it's it's complicated it's a weird style of racing so i'm not really going to explain it at all but the race, the Cup Series race at Talladega was so bad that he spent the whole they they spent the whole time talking about the infield party, like they're <laughs> like uh, on what is it called Boulevard or uh, Talladega Boulevard. We had the yeah. best party, man! All these people coming down here drunk. There's a Wendy's back there. <laughs> Always bet on Biggie or something like that. So, <laughs> some Wendy's shit. I don't fucking know. Oh I don't God. work there anymore. It's like the most. Uh, the, but the race was so bad that they had to talk about that the whole yeah. time. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure the party is very fun, but. It's like if F1, like the whole time they're like, man, I was in the party. I was in the paddock party. <laughs> I mean, slamming some. I mean, sunny this, D. I mean, this fucking, this fucking race they're kind of were talking about that. They were like, <laughs> just talking about everything else but the race half the time. So, and also, I'm tired of seeing no talent hack champions like Daniel Hemrick wreck fucking the whole field. All right. I know Delaney has no idea what the hell <laughs> I'm talking NASCAR about, talk. but fucking. I've seen Ryan Sieg almost led the most laps in this motherfucking race. I've been waiting since 2016 to see this fucking guy win. And then your no-hack champion, Daniel Hemrick, throws a bad block and wrecks the entire fucking field. Pop-off queen. Sorry. (laughs) I'm just tired of waiting for Ryan Sieg to finally win, bro. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) On another note for other motorsports. Yeah, IndyCar. 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 I have... been, some exciting news. I've been polite to F1 this year and not mentioned IndyCar because they actually yeah. legitimately have had the best races yep. of all. Roman Grosjean has Hell choked it. it three, choked away a win three times so far this season. Maybe he'll win. Maybe he'll win in a particular race because the Detroit Grand Prix is moving to the downtown Detroit. It's no longer going to be in Belle Isle. It's going to be on the streets. On the streets of Detroit. Back like how it was in the 80s. Which used to be an F1 race, sort of. So Sort of, kind of. Um, so, yeah. And then F1 complained too much. That your, that, if you go back and you listen to the... Was it on the Lost Tracks? I think so. We probably talked we about it both times. I think we talked about, we talked times, about yeah. it. Basically, the F1 drivers complained too much. Yeah. If you're from Michigan or if you've ever been through Michigan, if you come up from Ohio, you can literally feel a distinct difference <laughs> in the road from when you cross the Ohio-Michigan border. So, in, in other news... So yeah, Delaney, why are we talking Delaney, about it? the Detroit Grand Prix? Why are we just randomly talking about how IndyCar is better? We're going. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. So we're going to the Detroit Grand Prix in June, June fourth. We will be there. Be there or be square. We will be vlogging. We're we'll vlogging. Be vlogging. We're, vlogging. we're gonna try. We're gonna practice a little bit. We're gonna post a few reels, a few TikToks for the next month. Um, feel free to make fun of us. And this is going to be like a legitimate like production. Okay. I'm going to put all my efforts into making this YouTube vlog video. And I'm telling you what, bro. Do you hear that, Philip? You're, you're, you're vlogging for us. Uh, Yeah. We're going to need a camera person. So, (laughs) um, if you by chance want to see us, you can DM us on Instagram and say that you will be there. Yep. I am not going to say we're doing a meetup because that's I I don't think that unless a hundred thousand people say they want to meet us but I don't think that's going to happen I just I have low expectations so if you say that we'll say okay we'll be there I hope you see us yeah hope you see us potentially there will be shirts that'll (gasps) be like this is you know but maybe some QR codes yeah sure I don't know how that (laughs) would quite work but um at least our logos on the shirts so yeah we're 
going to be at this race. There will be a lot of stuff about it. I don't know if there's going to be a episode about it because I think there's an F. I think the Spanish Grand Prix is that weekend as well. So, but there'll definitely be a lot of content. Yeah. So we'll put it out there somewhere. Maybe YouTube, maybe Instagram, maybe TikTok. Well, it'll be out there somewhere. Maybe Facebook if you're old. Maybe Tumblr. You can you can get these up like how I did with the YouTube videos. You can instantly like post it to Facebook. Oh my god! And I was like, maybe I should do that, but I think only well, no offense, Grandma, but I think only only old people use Facebook. Yep. Very old people, and I don't need anyone to be like. If you're over the age of thirty, you use Facebook. What's this? What's this F1 podcast hosted by Noah and Dasani? I don't understand. <laughs> Noah and Dasani. Not saying that's our a, alter egos. I'm not saying that's an impression of my grandpa. It's not, but if you, grandma, if you want to, Noah and Dasani. That's a good one. That's a, that's gonna be our alter egos now. Our old people online alter egos. We have Mima and Pop Up. And Noah and Dasani. We are the grandkids of Mia, me, Mom, and Pop Up. Hey, can Noah and Dasani down there to get the ice cream off the freezer top? No, it's in, it's in the chest freezer, in the garage, in the white fridge, under my chicken cutlets. Okay, but my grandma does have a white fridge in the garage. I know. So. Every fucking Midwest grandma does. All right, so All right. that's not on this occasion. If you want to see, if you're going to Detroit, say hi. Hit us if up. you see us, we're it's a month away. We're gonna so. look like two people there. Yeah. I am also going to the Indy 500 this year. Woo. However, I'm not going to be representing not on this occasion. If yeah. you, I'll, I'll probably I'll film stuff for like Instagram. Yeah, but I I'm not doing a whole production because no, it's yeah that defeats the whole purpose. So yep, I'll post something. I'll have to talk about that, but. Yeah, so that's a week before. If you're going to the Indy 500, it's going to be even harder to find me because I'm going to be just not running around doing not on this occasion stuff. So okay. that is the short term future for this podcast. Leave a like, drop a thing, Instagram. <laughs> Noah and Dasani. <laughs> you're now you have now reached the witching hour. You now are just your brain is mush. Any more Sunny D in here? Any more Sunny D? <laughs> So um, uh, yeah, leave a comment, like, follow, subscribe, send us a virtual hug, hugs and kisses. If you send us a picture of our poster at Eastern, you will win some picture. We'll send you a picture. We'll of send couch. you a sticker. Um, oh yeah, and then and then in a couple months when we start a Patreon, <laughs> you can get stickers. Yep. That'll be our Patreon there stuff. You go. Don't you don't you think that's great? I think don't you think great. it's awesome that uh, someday maybe, maybe we will let you give us your money? Like we, you could just <laughs> please right now it's all free, but we I don't want to say soon. You may one <laughs> you day may ha- one day one day have the opportunity to just give us your money. Oh man, but yeah. All right, it's getting slappy, so let's get out of here. All right, that's Delaney. I almost said that's Noel. That's Noel. That's Delaney. I'm Delaney. We'll see you in Miami. Yes. Where there'll be water this time. <laughs> the real water is the back. The real water oh, is back. Man, I don't even know if I could do it. I might not make it out of time. All right, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>